TK Love Lounge, a podcast that supports women on their journey to have love show up and show out in their lives. Welcome to TK Love Lounge, where your host, TK, and her guests share everything they know about how to live a life filled with love. You will hear from real people already fulfilling their life's purpose and living a life they love and how you can too. Don't just live, live a life you truly love. Tiffany Celeste is an empath energy expert and certified life coach that helps emotionally drained empaths and HSPs manage their sensitivities so they can stop the overwhelm and live an energetic, stress-free life. Please welcome Tiffany Celeste. Hey, hello. I have with me here Tiffany Celeste, who is an empath energy expert and certified life coach. Can you please start us off by telling us a little bit about what you do and how your work goes so we know what's happening? Hey, yes. So again, my name is Tiffany. I um, I would say I help deep feelers leverage their sensitivities to create an empowering path to self-love and developing their courageous energies. Ooh, that's and a- what I do is I work, <laughs> I work with um, clients who are coined themselves empaths or HSPs. And for those people that may not know what an empath is, Simply put, just an empath is a person who can experience the thoughts, emotions, energy, and direct experience of others. So if you, if that resonates with you, you're probably an empath. Yes. And I can add that I visited your website and I took the quiz to learn if I am an empath or not. And I went into the quiz. Oh, really? What were your results? Yes. (laughs) I am a strongly empathic. 75%. So I felt like I am an empath. So I was like, yeah, this is like an alignment. I think that all the questions that align to like animals, I think that question, because I don't really, I connect with animals, but not really. But when you mentioned the part of like being in nature and like how I get energy from like walking outside and all of that, like I really resonated with that aspect of the question. So some of them were a bit like a little tricky for me to answer, but I think anyone who is interested in learning if they are an empath or not, please check out Tiffany's website. And that is uh, amethyst.com And you can take the free quiz that she has on there to figure out if you are an empath. And even once your results come, you get a little like tips and things that resonate with that particular type of impact so I think that's good for everybody to check out and see for themselves as well and you know I can totally see you being an empath because the way that you connect with people like you just have like this understanding like you just connect with people so well so I can totally see that for you Oh my goodness it's so crazy because like just before this interview I also did something with a, a numerology person. 
and I'm all into like numerology. Like I named my kids with numerology in mind and all these other things. Um, but she told me, I, which I didn't know, she told me that I'm in 11 uh, and in numerology, which we'll get into a whole nother time, but it's all about like the connecting with people and that spiritual side. And so it's like, now that I'm aware, a little bit more aware that I have this capability, now I'm figuring out how to hone in on that. So that's amazing that you just said that. So thank you for that. And I know that you also mentioned that you, all of the animal questions resonated with you, which I can totally understand too, because there are actually several different kinds of empaths. So you have the emotional empath, the physical empath, the intuitive empath, telepathic, you have the nature earth empath, and you have the animal empath. And there's wow. also plant empaths, people that resonate with plants like they just have like this knowing of like what plants need and you, yeah. you ever like seen people that just have a whole bunch of plants in their yes. home and they can make those plants thrive and grow yes. and I can't even keep a um What's the bamboo plants? I cannot keep them alive. So I'm definitely not a, a, a plant empath, but some people just have that gift. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, we're one in the same in that regard. I can't keep any sort of plant, anything alive in my house. <laughs> but my husband, he is so in tune with plants. Like he always just believes like you should have living things around you and in your home. So he mm. would just like, like all these like unique sort of plants that could live indoors and it's just like he's like all about that and I'm just like go ahead do you think because it's not my thing but you know I like the the, the energy and the aliveness of having mm -hmm. them around so I benefit by default but I can't I can't do it <laughs> I can't do it myself so you mentioned a, a, a sort of acronym HSPs and I just wanted to know what does that stand for because I, I don't know. I think I have an H idea. Yeah. Yeah. So HSP stands for highly sensitive person. Okay. Um, and there's like a lot of overlap between an empath, a highly sensitive person and an introvert. So they're different, but there is a lot of overlap between the three. Um, but basically, a highly sensitive person can process more information about the world around them more than others can. It doesn't mean sensitive in the sense of I'm in crawled up in a ball in a corner somewhere because somebody said something that sure. hurt my feelings, just that you're yeah. sensitive to, you know, your environment and to other people. You can pick up on things that other people don't necessarily notice. Sure. That's good. I'm, I'm glad I asked that question because I was a little bit, I was leaning more towards the, oh, there's just the highly sensitive person, like, like you said, <laughs> crawled up in a ball, just crying over everything. No, um, no. And there's so. a, a lot of misconception about that. Like, doesn't mm. mean like you're, you know, and in past and HSP, they get a bad rap because, you know, how many times have you heard like cry baby yes. or you're overly emotional? And it's really not that. It's like you're sensitive to what other people are going to into your environment around you. But it doesn't mean like I'm just like this weak, fragile person. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to differentiate between those two things in that being an mm -hmm. intuitive or a sensitive person doesn't equal by default, like, uh, I'm emotional or I'm, I'm going to cry about everything. So that's a good distinction. Exactly. Make. Yeah. Yeah. That, 
thank you for that. You opened my eyes and hopefully all of the listeners' eyes because I definitely had that <laughs> misconception as well. And so you talked a little bit about what does it mean to be an empath and and we know how we can figure out if we're an empath if we go on your website and take your quiz. But are there other things that just by nature, like empaths, like people can know that, oh, I might be an empath if I do this or if I feel this, experience this? Are there like any sort of key things we can know from you and your experience of ways to identify if we're an empath? Yeah, absolutely. And um, an empath, just a simple definition, is a person who can experience the thoughts, emotion, and energy and direct experiences of others, which um, is the same as empathy, but a little bit different because with empathy, um, empathy is like the ability to understand the feelings of others and sympathize with people, but without having an emotional attachment. As with an empath, it's not only do we, you know, empathize with you, we can actually take on your emotional state, your feelings as our own, and we can embody that. And Mm. if you're an empowered empath, you can know how to switch that on and off. And Mm. it's really your choice if you absorb someone else's energy or not. So basically what I hear you saying, Tiffany, is that my best friend, whenever somebody gets me upset and she want to go punch them in their face, that she is empathic. She is feeling my pain for me and that is turning into anger and how she wants to beat someone up. Is that what you mean? Yes. (laughs) It can take on that form. It definitely can take on that form. In other ways, you can tell if you're an empath also is... um, do you just feel like you have like this, this unexplained knowing of how other people feel? Mm. Or can you walk into any environment and pick up on the energy in the room without anyone saying a word? Mm. Um, Do you feel completely drained after talking or being around certain people? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. And also another key thing is perfect, completely complete strangers just feel so comfortable telling you their whole life story like you can be like how are you doing and then they just like (laughs) kind of like word vomit and an hour later you're like how did I get here all I said was (laughs) how are you doing all the time they just told you your their whole life story right oh my goodness that happens to me all the time all the time like I was just talking to someone. Like I was just being polite. And <laughs> exactly. Now here an hour later, and I know your grandmama and them. Right. I, I, know what, I know how you. Feel. I know your deep dark <laughs> secret that you haven't told anyone. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. I totally, totally get that. So yes, I am definitely an empath. I'm learning that about myself. <laughs> So this episode is for myself and then hopefully everybody else can get something from it as well. I hope so. <laughs> so like you, you touch on a bit about this. So like one of the ways as an empath that our daily lives can be impacted is that you are experiencing, you're taking on the emotions of someone else, whether they're someone who's close to you or a stranger, even. Can you tell me what, like, what are, could possibly be some of the positive impacts to your life as an empath like what's sort of those 
those things that an empath can experience that are usually like a positive result if you if you can think of it. I think that yeah, I think the number one positive trait about being an empath is the ability to connect with other people mm-hmm. and the ability to empathize because like mm-hmm. even with what's going on in the world like I think we've lost our connection of being able to empathize with each other and put ourselves in someone else's shoes and to mm-hmm. understand someone else's story um so I, I think that's the number one you know positive trait about empaths is that we you know, we can connect, we can empathize. And I think that the world needs a lot more empathy for other people. And I just think that if we had that, you know, we probably wouldn't be in the state that we are right now, because, you know, we're not each other's competition or or enemies. We're we're here to help each other grow and learn and stretch. And I just think somewhere Mm -hmm. along the line, we we forgot how to connect and to empathize with other people. Oh, my goodness. Tiffany, that message right there, I we have to sit in that right, 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 right now. So we're not each other's competition. We're here to support one of one another. It's the human experience to connect, right? As human exactly. beings, we were born to connect. And like somehow we've lost sight of that or we've replaced um, a like as connecting with someone. It's like one of the things that I struggle with, with, um, I'll just tell you my life story and then you can help me out. Okay. So one of the (laughs) things I struggle with is the, it's social media in that I'll have people like my posts or whatever, and then I'll see them in person and they're like, almost like ducking and dodging me. Like they don't even want to say, hello and I'm like oh with my hand halfway raised like trying to say hi to this person who just liked my post and and they're like totally like let me act like I don't see this and I'm just I just boggles my mind that we can have sort of an online relationship if you want to call it that with people but then that in-person relationship is nothing like what you get from the person online and so I think can I tell you a secret yes please tell me all the secrets it has nothing to do with you. And I think a, a lot of times we make everything about us like this person didn't wave or they didn't say hi. And we mm-hmm. somehow take that on as, you know, what's wrong with me? Did I do something? Did I say yeah. something? Did I not word that right? And take it on and we make it about us. But really, it, it has absolutely nothing to do with you. Um, it could be whatever internal struggle that that person is is going through maybe they feel um like they don't measure up to you because they seen you do these good things maybe they're taking that on as well you know this person's out of my league or I'm not good at them you know maybe I feel some type of insecurity so I'm avoiding you and then you're over here interpreting it as well maybe did I do something but then they're over there like well you know I kind of don't measure up to that person so we're taking it on and we're taking it too personal yeah we're all left they had their own internal dialogue (laughs) and thoughts and insecurities that they're battling with and then we're like well was it me and they're over there like well no it's me I'm not good enough you know type of thing so I just think that you know maybe sometimes we take things too personal and we internalize things that have absolutely nothing to do with us yeah yeah, that's a powerful message in that. And I think that also aligns with that key aspect of like 
self-love and confidence in that you're sure of like sort of the energy and the spirit in which you've done something and you let that sort of be the guiding principle and not like take on um, what might be or what could have been or whatever you're just taking things as they are so I think that's such a powerful powerful message so thank you for that so I would say so my next question is um, sort of the flip side of that. What are some of the negative things that can happen um, for an empath in their sort of day-to-day life? Um, just because they are an empath. I know we mentioned the positive side of them being able to connect with people and be empathetic. But then what are some of maybe, maybe we don't want to use the word negative, but that's the word I'm using. So what are some of the negative things that can happen as a result of you being an empath? I think there are some misconceptions about being an empath that we're fragile or Mm. we're weak or we're emotional sponges for other people. But really, when you think about it, it's a choice. Like you choose whether or not you take on someone else's emotions. Like you don't have to. It is a choice. It's not automatic. Um, so, you know, being an empowered empath is just really recognizing, you know, is what I'm feeling mine to carry or is it someone else's? But I think mm. there is a misconception of, you know, empaths being this weak, fragile person who can't, you know, control their emotions. Sure. So I think that that would be like a misconception. Sure. So in terms of like empaths and how, how what would you recommend as how they can manage all of these sort of emotions and things that are going on inside of them on a consistent basis? How, how, what would you recommend that us empaths do to manage all of that? It's really simple, honestly. And that would be to learn to love and accept yourself. Like self-love is so important Mm. um, because it really just, you know, shatters the disempowering beliefs about what it means to be an empath. And um, I just feel that, you know, you can be an empath and still be able to connect with other people, but also put boundaries in place for yourself and with others so that you're not overwhelmed with emotion or other people's energies or taking, Mm -hmm. you know, the whole world on your shoulder. So just really, you know, understanding your own self-worth and that's, that's, the number one thing is learning to love yourself and knowing your self-worth, knowing that you have a choice on what you accept and, you know, what's not comfortable for you. Yes, 100%. And, you know, here at TK Love Lounge, we're all about the self-love. And so self-love is just the foundation for like everything that you want to have happen in your life. So if you're whether you're an empath or you're not, you being able to truly and deeply love yourself is going to benefit anything and anyone that you come in contact with, anything that you touch, because you're going to enter into that realm with confidence, with self-assurance, with know-how. So it's really the foundation for just, I think, the human experience with everything that you do. So, So such a powerful message. So good. Thank you. And just look like whether you're an empath, no matter who you are, I think Mm. the number one lesson uh, would be to to know thyself and mm. to know who you are and to to stay in your truth and your authenticity. 
um, and to know that, you know, we are all here to learn and grow as a collective. It's not me against you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, we are all mirrors for each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There may be something in you that awakens something in me that I realized like, hey, you know, I need to grow in this area. You know, I need to stretch myself. I just think, you know, we just need to be as a collective, just more aware that, you know, we are here to learn and love each other and and see Mm -hmm. ourselves through this life experience. Yes, 100%. So if I can just ask about you personally, like what made you want to become um, a, a life coach and just someone who is like focusing on empaths in particular like what was your motivation for that you know oh wow like for so (laughs) long I remember you know always you know praying to God and asking God to reveal to me what what is my life assignment like what is Mm. that thing what is my purpose because you know I've, I've worked in corporate America for almost 20 years but it's never been in alignment with me like I'm just not into that whole corporate culture you know not to knock it for people that are in that space but it just it wasn't for me and like I said before like relationships are mirrors for what we need to learn and I was in a relationship where um, we were bumping heads and Um, I was being told like you're overly sensitive um, you know this and that and it really just kind of sent me on like this whole self-development well actually I've been in self-development before the relationship but I remember in this particular relationship I was like googling like personality traits Mm. and you know sensitivity and and it wasn't until like maybe like two or three years ago that I even knew what an impact was and then you know doing my google searches and discovering that word just impact just kind of encapsulated everything that I had experienced in my life you know up until that point I was just like I need to share this like I think Mm. there's a lot of women out there that you know may be in the wrong relationship or have struggled with you know taking on too much energy or you know toxicity or whatever the case may be and I need to make this more available so that people can you know understand make it more mainstream I think that there are a lot of people you know who had this life experience but they don't know that there's other people out there like them so yeah you know this resonates so much with me and I want to share this message that, Hey, you're not alone. There's nothing wrong with you. Um, we just need to fine tune a few things to, to make you feel more empowered and balanced and, mm-hmm. and grounded. Um, so I was just like, more people need to know about this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you took your, your knowledge and your research and you packaged it up and, are sharing your now gifts and talents with the world in particular empaths so thank you thank you on behalf of all empaths including me because I just found out I'm an empath. <laughs> you're <laughs> welcome you're packaging welcome. it up and I really love the flow of your website and and that leads me to um, my next question which um, you do have a download on your website called the empath self-care checklist so what are some of those things that as empaths are good uh, activities to engage in um, as we are going on our self-love, self-care journey that is so important for us empaths? 
The number one thing would be know yourself. Mm. Do the deep inner work to know who you are, what your values are, what your critical needs are, um, what you need to thrive. And I think a lot of times we get so wrapped up in people pleasing that we just want to help other people and we want to give them what they need Mm. and we forget about ourselves and put ourselves in the back burner. But, you know, once you you know yourself, you love yourself, you can fill yourself up so much that your overflow then, you know, can pour onto others. Um, so know yourself first, but I would say also to self-care, incorporate self-care because mm. that is so important. And then just simple things that you can do every day is just, you know, meditate, you know, take that time to just, you know, slow down. And a lot of people, you know, say that they don't have time, don't have the five or 10 minutes. But if you, if you bathe every day, you have time to meditate. <laughs> it's as simple as going into the shower. We're not going to talk eyes, about people who don't it, bathe every day, you know, girl. We're not going to throw those people <laughs> under the bus if they don't take a shower every day, girl. <laughs> you know, but it's as simple as that, though. You can be in the shower and just let the water pour over your body, you know, take a few breaths mm. and, and just imagine that all the stresses, all the worry, the water is just, you know, releasing that from your body and it's just going down the drain. It's as simple mm. as that. You yes, know? yes breath work oh my goodness so that deep mm-hmm. breathing is so critical people don't even powerful. realize yeah. how powerful it is you know I'm I myself have my apple watch to remind me when I need to breathe because it's like it feels like the the tension or maybe the elevated heart rate or something I have at time so I know I have to breathe because then I instantaneously I feel calm I feel cool collected I feel like okay I can move on to the next thing so that's so important yeah like and you don't have to like go out and do anything like uh, yeah self-care people think of like the mani petty but you don't have to go out and spend any money to take care of yourself like just breathing alone it's free you can do it anywhere just taking a few minutes just to breathe and I think people forget that we hold so much tension in our bodies but if we just remember to breathe you know it will alleviate so much stress and worry just remember to breathe yes remember to breathe everybody remember to breathe it's so important that's why we're talking Mm -hmm. about it it's so important you're going to see the instantaneous difference in your body in your mind and you're getting oxygen to your brain there's so much research out there about breathing that I'm sure I don't know everything about it but once I read I think I read one article about how important breathing deep breathing is just do it listen to us and see how you feel just see how you feel exactly yeah. that's gonna be the proof that you need no articles just do it and see how you feel you feel nothing don't do it and a lot of people don't realize that when you tense up you hold your breath yeah and when you hold your breath you, you're like stuck in that emotion so just to be conscious of let me breathe let me release let me exhale you know so yeah. important so important so thank you Tiffany Celeste for all these great tips and tools you've given us 
remember to check out Tiffany's website. But before, and I'll make sure I'll add that in the show notes. So no need for me to say it again. I'll add the links in the show notes. But Tiffany, do you have any other thoughts you'd like to share with our audience or anything you'd like to ask before we close out this episode? Um, yes, I would say that for anybody really, you don't have to be an empath necessarily to use this technique, but, you know, we're around so many, you know, stimulus and energy. And what I would say when, when, when you're feeling that intense emotion, um, to turn yourself into a living fire. And basically what you want to do is when you feel like you're, around some type of disempowering or negative energy coming your way, you don't want to absorb it and let that affect, you know, your mood and your life. What you want to do is imagine yourself as a living fire. So when you are, you know, in an environment with something that's not pleasurable, turn yourself into a living fire where you take that energy, you burn it, you don't absorb it, and then you transmute that into love because it's all about love you know what I'm saying so when you're not feeling you know the energy or vibe that's coming your way just imagine yourself as a burning fire you're going to burn that negativity you're going to transmute it and turn it into love that is such a powerful way to deal with that I never even thought about that I'm gonna have to try that it's so powerful. Turn it into. <laughs> I'm trying to think like I could have used this yesterday. <laughs> like I could have used this tip yesterday, but you know, knowing it's half the battle. So now I am aware I can make a different choice. I can make a different decision. So thank you for this tool. You're this welcome. Is, this is amazing. This has been an amazing episode. So but wait, before we end. I have a sort of lifestyle love section of the podcast where I ask my guests um, to choose a number between one and 50, and they get to tell us a bit more about things that they love personally. Just Uh Uh-oh, I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. (laughs) It's the easy one. If you just choose a number and then I'll ask you, what do you love? Okay, tell me a number. What between one, one and 50? 24. Okay, 24. Okay, which song or singer do you love? You choose. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is such a hard one. Why you put me on the spot? Because oh my you goodness. love so many different songs and singers. I know, because that's me too. But just pick the first person or group that popped in your head. Oh my gosh. You know, <laughs> I would have to say... There is this guy, his name is Andy Grammer, and he has this song called The Good Part, and it's such a touching song about love and loving people through their pain, and it is such a profound song that every time I hear it, like, it just, I just have, like, this emotional response this song because like I said before we're we're mirrors for each other and what that song represents is loving someone even though we're all flawed we all have like a past and baggage but still loving someone despite what they've gone through or despite their mistakes or despite their failures and having someone love you back despite what you've done Mm. so I would say that song the good parts 
by Andy Grammer. See, this is the perfect question for you. You just gave us a new thing to check out. I've never heard of this song <laughs> or this artist, so I'm excited to you, go and check it right, out. When, we, when we're done with this, you go to YouTube and Andy Grammer, it's A-N-D-Y, last first name, Grammer, G-R-A-M-M-E-R, is the artist and the song is the good part like, i'm going there right after this girl. Like, right after heart. i'm going right message <laughs> me after you listen this, to this song and let me know like, i will definitely do deep. that <laughs> oh that is so good now i have to ask you more questions okay pick another number because we're about to learn something else right now because this is how the universe works for us okay so tell me another number between one and fifteen um 21 21 okay what is the author you love or maybe a book you can just choose I know another this is so <laughs> off topic and it has nothing to do with being an empath that's okay at all or self-development we're we're human it's okay but there is a author by the name of sister soldier yes and she wrote this book called The Coldest Winter Ever. Yes. And I read that book. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I read that book. <laughs> it is just a whole new world, a whole new world of just life that I was never exposed to because mm. I grew up like in the, the suburbs and, you know, she, it exposes you to a whole new world, a whole new lifestyle, mm. a whole new level of making money, a whole new level of loving, like, go check the book out. It's, yes. it's, it's a thick book. It's a thick book, but, but it's, it's, it's interesting. a good story. Yeah. It's very, interesting, very but it's such a good story. Yes. And yeah. I, unlike you, I, I definitely am familiar with the life and the, and the characters and the storyline. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. So it's like, I totally, totally resonated with uh, many of the parts of the book. So, so no matter mm -hmm. where you come from, you can get something from it. It is a great read, interesting read. So y'all check that out. The coldest winter ever. That's a great one. Okay, let's have one you more question. You do know that she's coming out with a new, <laughs> another book. Um, I think it's coming out next year. Mm. That's kind of like a spinoff. Because I know she had the, um, uh, I can't remember the name of the book right now. But it was like Midnight something, I think, that came out after The Coldest Winter Ever. But then there's, she has a new book that's coming out. Um, no, I what is it called? Life After Death. Okay. My sister soldier. And that one's coming out, um, I think next year. So yeah, oh, cool. check them all out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good reads over there. Okay. Last one. Choose one more number between one and 50. Between one and 50. Let's do 47. 47. Okay. Your favorite or the activity you love to do indoors. Your favorite oh. indoor activity. Hands down bubble bath. And mm. when I say bubble bath, I mean bubble bath. I'm going all out, okay, with Epsom salt, Himalayan salt. Yeah, We got the 
incense. We got the crystals in the bath water. We got the candles going. We got the uh, sound effects in the background, <laughs> the Zen music in the background. Oh my Girl, I got all of that going, you know, oh rose petals, essential oils. We are doing the absolute most <laughs> with uh, bubble baths. I bath. love okay, it. We are turning it into an experience over yes. here. Yes, <laughs> bubble bath 2.0. Yes, I love it. I yes. love it. And I know we didn't touch on crystals, but I did see like one of your social media posts about crystals and I don't know you're all into crystals. So maybe we might have to have a part two to this where we just talk about crystals because I really want to know more about crystals. It's like, I'm now getting into that part where I think I'm, I'm ready for it. You know how, like sometimes when you're like Googling stuff and then you start to see all these other Mm -hmm. things show up on your social media feed because Google is a stalker and so is Facebook. Well, we'll definitely have to do a part two because that's the whole episode within itself. Yeah. beautiful tools to help enhance your self-care or spiritual practice so yes we'll definitely have to have a conversation about crystals as well i'm so excited yes 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 okay y'all y'all heard it here i'm all into like the woo woo like crystals (laughs) oracle cards you know, yes. uh, Palo Santo, burning sage. Like, yes, we'll have to have a part two so we can go over like all the woo woo self care stuff. Yes, love it. We need, yes, we need all of that. You know, we need to know how to take care of everything. So I'm here for it. But I just wanted to thank you again, Tiffany. This was such a great episode. So, so good. Thank you. Thank you for first allowing me to discover that I'm an empath and then to help everyone oh, else welcome. figure out all they need to figure out. And again, we'll put Tiffany's information in her website. Go check it out so that you can go figure out if you're an empath too. And then if you are, what are some ways that you can take care of yourself so that you can manage it all and all the things that are happening. And self-love is the key, is the foundation, as Tiffany said during this episode. We appreciate you. We appreciate all of your insights. And thank you so much for joining us. Bye. Thank you for having me. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Remember that there's no time like the present to make positive changes in your life. I can't promise you it will be easy, but I can promise that I will be right there to support you every step of the way. Your love and lifestyle coach, TK. And remember, don't just live, live a life you truly love.